0: Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. Happy New Year. I am so excited to be here. I hope you are doing well. If you're not doing well, I hope things go well for you going forward. Within this year, we are talking about arrow lines and we're talking about the type six today. All right, let's go intro music. Finding help for your mental and emotional struggles can be challenging with so many barriers like cost and even feeling safe looking for a counselor can be tricky. So I know it's hard. And, you know, the worst part is you really don't have the time or mental space to be trying to figure out how to find a counselor when you're having personal struggles. So thanks to BetterHelp, they are built on making counseling accessible, affordable, convenient so that anyone who's having struggles in their life can actually get the help they need at any time and anywhere, which is so important, especially now. All the professionals are licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited. And what I love so much about them is that they have a diverse group of counselors with a broad and various amounts of different backgrounds to help all their different clients. If you need some help, try BetterHelp. You can get a 10% off discount from your first month when you go to BetterHelp.com forward slash do it. That's B-E-T-T-E-R H-E-L-P.com forward slash D-O-I-T. All right, so the Enneagram is so fascinating. The symbol alone, these arrows, they have so much intelligence in them. And so one of the things about these arrows that it has, these lines, they mean so much for each and every number each number that is on a line with it has a direct path to something that that type needs uh, within its personality or lacks or helps to kind of complete it or helps to kind of unravel some of the things that keep it or keep the person from being more of their essence. So it's built in some amazing ways. and has ancient intelligence, ancient wisdom that just goes back from days and days and days. And if you do your research and if you look at it, From people to people to people, it just rings true over and over and over and over and over again. It is one of the most fascinating, amazing things I've ever found in my life, or that found me in my life. So the Enneagram has these different triangles that it's made up of, and I'm not going to spend too much time here, but I'm going to prep you and prime you for something else that's going to come in another episode down the line. But the Enneagram has three triangles that technically make it up. Two of the lines are technically not there, and... That can be explained in that episode that I'll talk about it. But these lines connect in so many different reasons and they have a path to talking about similarities that these types have and things they struggle with as well and things that they can grow with. It's it's so fascinating. And also, along with that, Something that will be talked about in a future episode is Law of Three and Law of Seven. That has a little bit to do with the arrows as well, the arrow lines. And especially when we talk about three, six, and nine, oh my goodness, y'all have a connection out of this world. But there's a Law of Three, which is talks about how things come into fruition, how things come to be to a certain degree. And so that's important to note to know down the line. And then also the Law of Seven, when we talk about the path of growth. There are ups and downs and roundabouts and all these type of things and everything that grows to a certain degree and that explains it. And so we'll get to that in the future, but that'll take a whole episode to actually explain. So looking at this episode, the numbers we are connected to mean so much to us and they help and they have the things that we may be missing. So for the type six, one thing that the three has, self-confidence. The one thing that the type three has that the six ego struggles with is just being confident, right? In self, being confident in themselves, right? And then the thing that the nine arrow has that the six kind of needs and what helps it out is like able to trust more and able to be and relax, right? things that sixes need. So it's really fascinating how the two arrows connected to, the two numbers connected through the arrows to each number has something exactly of what that number needs. That's what I'm saying. This thing is amazing. All right, so in the past, you may have heard of words talking about the arrows saying integration or disintegration. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't use those anymore, especially because of disintegration. Nobody wants to disintegrate, right? Now, they had a different meaning back then when they were first using it, for sure, which makes sense, but we don't really use that connotation anymore. Now, stress and security arrow, we definitely still use those. And it's just been nuanced. And I want to say it's been nuanced by some great teachers. But two that I want to mention is Euronio um, Pius and Beatrice Chestnut, CP Enneagram. And I just wanted to mention them because a lot of the information that I do have here is a compilation of what... I've learned from them and I've learned from other teachers in schools and some things that I've been aware of and analyzed myself. So just wanted to share that. So the direction of the arrows actually do matter, right? So some of the Enneagram symbols you'll see lines just connecting them, la. They're really arrows, okay? So <laughs> the arrows and they mean something. So the direction matters. The type six has one arrow pointing towards it from the type three, okay? And the type six has one arrow pointing towards it from the type nine. All right. So I'll repeat that. Type six has one arrow that actually points towards it from the type three. And it also has an arrow that points towards it from the type nine. All right. Now, going with the arrow would be considered going towards the three, all right? Because remember, we have the uh, arrow from the six going to the three, so going with the arrow is six to three. Now, going against the arrow would be going from six to nine. Important to note because I'm gonna use it in coming information, right? So, the type three going with the arrow is considered the stress point of the type six on the lower side, okay? Gonna talk about lower and higher side, right? Lower side are some of those things, obviously, that are, aren't are that helpful to that type um, or can be traps. And then the higher side, obviously, is some of the beautiful qualities that are essence qualities of that type. So on the higher side of the type three, It's called the resolution arrow when you're going from 6 to 3. So, the 6 to 3 on the higher side is considered the resolution arrow. And I'll explain what resolution means in a moment, but I think you can kind of get the gist of it a little bit because we're talking about resolving some things maybe the 6 needs, right? So, the type 9 going against the arrow is considered the security point for the type six on the lower side. So the six going towards the type nine on the lower side is considered the security arrow, right? And on the higher side, the type nine, it is called the energizing arrow. And so what that means is that you have to have kind of the right energy in order to move into the resolution point, which we'll get to. I know these are a lot of different words. And now I also want to share this before we go any further. When we talk about stress and security, we're talking about ego stress and security, okay? Not just physical stress like you had a long day or physical insecurity where, you know, anything that could happen make you feel insecure in some type of way. No, 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 no. We're talking about ego stress and ego insecurity when we're talking about stress and security points, okay? So think of it that way, something that stresses your ego in particular and something that makes your ego feel insecure, okay? Now, In growth, we focus on going against the arrow first, right? So if we're going against the arrow as a six, we're going towards the nine, right? To get our energy, right? And then we're going with the arrow. So we're going from the six to the three, all right? And actually to resolve some of the key issues that are present in the type six. So here are some of the things about how sixes look on the lower side and the higher side of these arrows, right? So on the lower side is unconscious movement. And consciousness and unconsciousness is, is simply awareness, right? How aware are we of what's going on? And so unconscious is like we're not aware. Our ego is running the show, it's doing its own thing. So the lower side is unconscious, right? So we're moving that type of direction, right? So it's the lower side. So six is moving to nine in security lose their natural ability to focus and become more scattered. Vague and heightening anxiety around possible conflicts. Self-doubt moves into self-forgetting, okay? So this is, this is quite different for the six, remember? Because now not only are they having the things that they have to deal with as a six, but now they're more scattered, Right. Because now because usually healthier sixes, they're able to organize the information that they have and put it in places and have it in the right way and make sure things are done well, you know, pretty well. But when they start to move into the area of the nine, the lower side, they start to lose focus because nines can on the lower side can really struggle with focus and be very scattered. So now the six now becoming a little more scattered and they're not as focused, even vague anxiety starts to ramp up. Right around potential conflicts, which sixes usually know that there's going to be conflict and they're trying to prepare for it, but it's not usually um, particularly focused purely on conflict. But now that they're on the lower side of nine, the anxiety is really focused on potential conflicts happening, right? And then the self-doubt that sixes can struggle with turned into self-forgetting. And that's a whole nother beast in box by itself, right? Self-doubt is like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm capable of, but self-forgetting is like, I'm forgetting that I'm even here or my value, right? So there's a big difference. There's a gap. There's a huge gap there, right? So you have to be very aware and careful when that's happening. Now, lower side moving into the three. Six is moving to three in stress. They become insecure and worried about their image and performance. Approval and acceptance become a big deal from their authority figures. So this is important to know too, because naturally, a lot of times sixes they don't really care that much about having your approval. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a degree where they're like, I am who I am, either you like me or you don't, right? There's a certain degree of that within them, right? But instead of just worrying about things that could go wrong and preparing for them in general or just being prepared, now the focus is how do I look to these specific individual and what's my image and my performance like? They start to worry about those. And this, you can see a lot, inside of corporations, when there are sixes there, they can move and they do a lot of things from the three lens and the three side because a lot of times the structure of that company or the culture is set up in a three-like way, especially in America. So a lot of times they can exhibit these traits where they're starting to feel insecure or they're really worried about how their image looks to other people or can they be approved of in their performance. These things become really huge and especially around people they consider to be authority figures, right? And it's an acceptance of it. So this thing becomes heightened. All these things, usually these aren't necessarily things purely that they're really worried about. But in this situation, when the ego becomes stressed, that happens and that can come out. So being aware is very important. Now, the higher side of conscious movement, remember, that's more awareness, basically, or actually being aware. <laughs> Six is moving to nine as an energizing or the right energy arrow, as I call it. Got to get your energy right, you know helps them to be more open, accepting, and trusting of different things in life, can relax more, and anxiety is reduced, and their perspective grows beyond being fear-based. This is one of the awesome things about getting the energy right within the six, right? Because the normal way we operate, all of our types, our energy, we have a certain energy about ourselves. And we have to learn how to work on shifting some of that so that it doesn't run our lives, right? Or control our lives, right? It's not a bad energy. It's just that it cannot be the one that permeates all the time and in control, okay? So, when sixes are able to move towards the nine and actually get some of that energy, right, they can be more like a nine. Nines trust more easily than sixes. It's just a more natural thing. They're going to trust a little bit easier. They're going to be more accepting, right? They're a little bit more open naturally towards people. And so their trust level is higher, right? And nines know how to relax, you know? So being able to embody that is very important, So that you also have a different perspective that's not always completely baked in fear of what could happen or fear of what I need to prepare for in all decisions or perspective. And then next. So once that energy is right within the six, sixes can start to move towards the resolution point. And sixes moving to three as a resolution point allows them to be more confident and sure of themselves along with their performance. They trust themselves and value their accomplishments. And this is one of the things that's so important for a six to feel confident in what you're doing, but confident in who you are is huge because there's so many things that sixes are capable of doing, but the ego structure makes them feel unprepared, makes them feel scared, makes them have angst, or makes them not value themselves enough or have the confidence to actually go and do it, or to always have that deep, churning anxiety inside that doesn't allow them to push forward and to really go after the things that they can. Because sometimes the fear of the ego of the six will stop people with this dominant ego structure because they fear being successful at whatever it could be, or they fear the strength they actually have and what they could actually really do or what it may actually call for them to do going forward. And so this is very important to have this resolution point so that you can actually really start to be confident in yourself and what you can do but also that you can truly value the things that you do well you don't have to throw off every compliment like no 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 it's just them it's the team it's them you can accept it because you really do feel that and you can trust yourself which feels good to be able to trust yourself less anxiety less worrying easier decision making and you can move forward with things right so that's very very important so Mentioning those things, I always want to say something practical of how can we actually practically do this. So to really engage these things, one thing for the lower side is just become aware. One of the things is, remember, we're already in an unconscious movement for the most part. Become aware of what's going on. Just become aware. So become aware if you're six and you're starting to self-forget yourself. Like you have started to not only doubt yourself, but you start devaluing your whole existence type of thing. Notice what's happening there. you be like, hmm, I think I'm on the lower side of nine possibly, right? If you feel yourself getting really, really scattered or becoming really vague and unorganized or you start to really get more anxiety around conflicts, notice it. It's just become more aware and that gives you the ability to check into it and to start to unpack it, right? Because our ego doesn't want to unpack these things. It simply wants to avoid dealing with them in some type of way right? And so it comes up with these mechanisms. And so the next one is becoming aware also of when you start to perform and do things purely based off someone else's approval or acceptance, right? When you start to be worried about how people think about your image that you're portraying, which is the problem not being yourself portraying. And these things about being accepted become such a big deal, right? Instead of you being yourself, it becomes a big deal for you to be accepted or seen by other people and how they view you. Take notice, right? So that you can start to address some of that and be like, what's really going on here that I need to address? Okay. And so now looking at the higher side, practical things you can do, you want to, this is a part where you get creative yourself and you want to study another type. So as a six, you want to study what things do nines do on the higher side that give them the essence quality of a nine, right? And so maybe you want to take time And just relax and chill. You literally put time on your calendar and you say, I'm just going to relax and chill because nines know how to be. They know how to chill. They know how to relax. They know all these type of things, right? They know how to maybe engage with the earth, engage with their bodies, engage with nature, something that helps them feel more grounded, something that helps them feel more in their bodies, be connected with their bodies. These are the type of things that you need to do to get that right energy, get that energy going that's correct for you to be able to move to the resolution point, right? Something that gets you in contact with your body. Because nines are body types, right? So something that can do that. There's different things where you can say, hmm, maybe you need to get in contact with what you're angry about because nines have plenty of anger and they know this the more work that they do. And so actually going deep into your anger and feeling it more will actually access more of your body. It actually help you access some of the higher qualities if you engage some of these things, Right. So these are some of the things, working out, doing something physical, getting outside, cooking, something like that a lot of times nines really do enjoy. So just study some nines that you may know, some real nines. Make sure they're nines. There's some mistyping going on here, but make sure you study some people who are really nines and who are on the higher side, right? Not just look good out there and just look, oh, they're just so peaceful. No, 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 they're doing real work and they're creating impacts, you know what I'm saying, in the communities that they're a part of. So just study some of the things that they do, And then incorporate some of those practices in your life that could be very beneficial for helping you to get that right energy of being able to be more open, being able to be more trusting, and being able to actually be more relaxing on the things that you do. All right. And then for the sixth, moving towards the resolution point of the three, study the three, right? What are some things that they do? So threes usually have goals that they can accomplish. And that's important. They usually have not too many goals. They have very specific, maybe three goals that they want to achieve and that are achievable for sure. And they will work hard to get there. Maybe you need to set certain goals. Maybe you need to make sure that like, You speak well about yourself when you're in different places because threes speak well about themselves. They know how to self-promote. There is no problem about that. Maybe you need to share things that you've done that are accomplishments and not belittle them or not just tell people them like, no, I'm just gonna keep it to myself. No, maybe you should share those. And not necessarily in a bragging manner, but in a way that honors the performance, how hard and how amazing you truly are. So maybe you need to do that, right? And so maybe you also need to invest more a little bit In yourself, in different ways, you can invest in your mind, your heart, your spirit, your body, all these things are ways, right? Because threes generally are going to invest in the things that are around their bodies and the things that are around their minds, right? That's just something that they do. They have to work on the hard part, but they usually invest in those things naturally. So maybe you should invest more a little bit in those things, okay? So just thinking about what are some things that they do that can actually help you to feel more confident in yourself to be more sure of yourself and your performance. And then making sure that maybe you achieve something good or amazing, you did it. And this happens to a lot of sixes, but you don't share it. You don't really make it a big deal. Because I'm telling you, some of the threes I know, when they do something amazing, they let the whole world know and they do it in a spectacular fashion. And as a six, you can start to do a little bit of that. Maybe some of the accomplishments and things that you get and you've done and you do well You just share them with people, right? Maybe you share them social media. Find a way that's healthy for you to actually embody some of that, okay? So you be more confident and trust yourself so that you can actually move forward and do the things you really want to do, impact the world how you really want to impact it, and have less anxiety and worry about doing it. Because you're incredible, it's just sometimes your ego makes you doubt the fact that you're incredible. All right. So that's all I have for this episode. I thank you all for listening. For all sixes, continue to do your inner work, right? Continuously making sure that you engage your body. Make sure you're doing things that help you to grow and develop deeper so you can really trust yourself. Because I think sometimes the biggest fear or angst that sixes may have is just how amazing they truly can be. You know, and that's one of the biggest fears, like how amazing can I be and what does that require and what's needed there? But don't worry about that. You have what you need in your body and it will provide the answers you need. And when you're present, the essence will come out and you have to trust what my good, amazing friend, who I consider a mentor to a certain degree, Linda Roberts says, and trust the unfolding. Okay, you just have to trust unfolding. So some things you have to let go of worrying about so that you can move forward and know it will be taken care of, right? And you don't always have to be the person to worry or prepare for it and it'll be taken care of. So just making sure that you are doing your inner work so you can do that a little bit more and more is going to be so beneficial for you, so helpful and bountifully blessing to you. So I thank you all for listening. If you feel your ego creeping up and it's about to act a fool, Make sure you take a deep breath, you get as present as you can in your body, breathe deep into your stomach, your belly area, and do it for the gram. Make a better choice, and I'll see you on the next episode.